Hello, and welcome to Nerds and Noobs, the podcast for everyone. Hardcores and casuals, nerds and noobs. All are welcome as we dive into and discuss all things nerd, from the biggest movies to the latest shows. I'm Mike the Nerd. And I'm Vin the Noob, and this is Nerds and Noobs. Hey everyone, welcome back to Nerds and Noobs. Um, This week we're going to be discussing Moon Knight Episode 1, The Goldfish Problem. Um, And I have my co-host, Nikki and Mike. Say hello. Mike, you first. (laughs) Hello everyone. Thank you for joining. I think this should be a good discussion. Agreed. And yeah, it was, I, I think we, I think it's safe to say no one did, no one disliked this. So no, I agree. Um, so I guess first we'll get into what we were watching. Uh, so Mike, what have you been watching, reading, or playing this week? Well, I, I wish I could say that I watched the series finale of Attack on Titan, but some weird like anime or like animation convention was going on in Japan. So mm-hmm. the episode was delayed by like a week or two. Why? To give those people exclusive uh, exclusive sneak peek? I, get, I have no idea. It doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. But it's very annoying, and I am not happy with them at all. That sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. I actually started watching it this week, and uh, it was pretty good. The first two episodes, at least, were pretty good. I enjoyed yeah. it. Very strange, but... Yeah, it's, it's weird, but it's, it's good. Nikki, what about you? Um, so nothing really, to be honest. Been pretty busy. But, uh, I guess, I guess basketball. <laughs> but the, the, the college stuff, I, I don't know much about it, but I guess I know enough that if there's a specific scenario that if it goes the way, actually, if it goes the way it should go, meaning all the favorites from here on out, I'm going to win a couple thousand. Nice. Nice. So I guess I, I guess I'm watching that, and I guess I'll hedge if I need to going forward. But nothing really. Nothing really. Yeah. Nothing really nerd stuff that I've been watching. I, like I said, the Flash, but I really can't do it. It's so bad. <laughs> nice. And uh, so I watched uh, the Adam Project on Netflix this week. Have either of you guys watched that? I negative. have not, but I wanted to. Have you watched it, Nikki? Did you say you watched it? No, negative, negative. Gotcha. Yeah, so uh, it's gotten, I think, pretty average reviews. I'm not not really sure. Uh, I, I I watched it because I thought the trailer looked pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. It was uh, it was kind of it was popcorn flick. Nothing nothing mind not mind blowing, but I enjoy time travel stuff, and I know Mike does not at all. So you probably wouldn't have liked this, but um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. Ryan Reynolds basically goes back into the past from the year 2050 to year 2022 and hangs out with his 12 year old self. So it's pretty cool concept. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I don't think it stuck the landing, but good sci-fi, good sci-fi movie. I would say. Yeah. Time travel is the worst except for back to the future. Yeah. Back to the future is the only one that does it right. That movie (laughs) is perfect, but almost any other movie that has time travel elements in it, it just kills it for me. I, I, I don't know why. It's just, it, it bothers me on a fundamental level. Yeah, I don't think you would have liked this. The rules they set up didn't really 
didn't make too much sense. So you had to kind That's of what I don't it. like about it. It's that it's obviously not real. You know, time mm-hmm. travel so that everyone has their own interpretation and their own rules. And it's not consistently even in Avengers. It was like, well, if we kill a butterfly in the pet, they're like, no, that's not how it works. Right. Yeah, you get they just you made have, up their own rules in the end game. Right. Like you have back to the future rules, which is what I think what end game followed back to the future rules. Then you have like looper rules where they kind of just ignore them. Um, I think Terminator rules, which is like time loop, Pagan, right? There's like, um, it's like whatever happened, you know, whatever happened, happened kind of thing. Uh, so like, I think like Sean Connor's dad or John, sorry, John Connor's dad is actually from the future, but goes back in time and has sex with his mom and has him. So those rules suck. Uh, and then I think what's the last one? And then there's like the multiverse uh, rules where every possibility is equally possible. Um, so yeah, I agree. All the rules are different, um, but uh, I enjoyed it. It was good. It was good. Ryan Reynolds was Ryan Reynolds as always, just kind of like a, maybe like a PG version of Deadpool in this movie. Uh, the kid who played young Ryan Reynolds was really good and charismatic. Uh, there was some weird stuff in this movie that I won't spoil, but overall really enjoyed it. So definitely recommend if you're just want something that's like an hour and a half and you're kind of bored, it's a good movie to watch. So that was the Adam project. So also this week we watched moon Knight, which is what we're going to get into next. So um, I guess let's start. So I'm just going to read the description of moon Knight uh, as well as this episode. So, According to Disney Plus, Moon Knight, a mild-mannered Steve Stephen Grant has disassociative identity disorder and shares a body with a mercenary. That's the overall series uh, description. And this episode was called Episode 1, The Goldfish Problem. Stephen Grant learns that he may be a superhero, but may also share a body with a ruthless mercenary. So I guess... Let's start with Mike. Uh, what did you know about Moon Knight going into this? Because uh, I knew nothing uh, besides kind of what I read online. Yeah, uh, I do not live up to my nerd reputation with the show because I knew absolutely nothing about it. Never heard of Moon Knight. Didn't know it was a thing before the the first trailer and all the teases came out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I knew absolutely nothing going in. Total noob. Likewise. I think the only thing I heard, which I don't, I guess it was wrong, but they said this is kind of like the Marvel equivalent of Batman. Um, doesn't seem that way, though, from the first episode. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, Nikki, what about you? Yeah, so one of the things I know is an answer to your question is why it's not. So, Stephen Grant is who we've been introduced to as our main character. That is really his alter ego. The main character really of Moon Knight is Mark Spector, who's very similar to Bruce Wayne. And that's why they made Stephen Grant the main guy. And they switched it in this one. So that way it wouldn't just come off as another Batman. Gotcha. Okay. That makes, that sense. makes sense. So I did read so, that then. Yeah, right, that's, at least. that's what I know about him at least. And I never heard of it either. And I think it's, I think that's a good thing because this seems to be the first show, really the first thing in a long time 
that Marvel, really specifically show, though, on Disney Plus that we don't have, like, prior knowledge of. Like, all the other shows, like Wanda and, and Falcon and Loki, like, and Hawkeye, like, we knew those characters already. And it's like, oh, what are they up to now? This is a completely new character to show. So I, I wonder if many people are going to watch it. Yeah, same. I think, I, I wonder if, unless you're, like, really into the Marvel movies and the MCU, if people will watch this. I mean... I think it has a good pull because a lot of people like Oscar Isaac. Um, he has good name recognition now because of Star Wars. He's a great actor. Um, so that's kind of what pulled me to this, obviously. And and I wanted to watch, you know, I'm, I'm into the Marvel shows. So, um, yeah, it's interesting. And uh, and yeah, I guess just so everyone knows, we're going to spoil everything in this episode um, as well going forward. So, yeah, I guess what I thought, I thought the same. I, I knew nothing about it um, uh, besides what I said. So, uh, and, and I also saw some, um, training videos of Oscar Isaac, I guess, like maybe last year of him training to be Moon Knight, um, and some of the fight scenes and it looked awesome. Um, looked like he was really like some of the fight choreography looked really cool. So I was really excited about that. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, I guess overall thoughts on this episode, um, Nikki. I liked it. Uh, I thought it was really good. I very interesting and very intrigued and i don't really have anything negative to say about it i don't think it was a 10 out of 10 episode because like nothing crazy like happened but Mm -hmm. it was good i don't have a problem with it i don't have any issues and i'm excited to see where this series goes and that's what i think the point of the first episode should be same same uh mike thoughts on this first episode uh i also liked it a lot it felt fresh and new and not in the mold of like a typical Marvel movie or show. Um, yeah, I, I love Oscar Isaac. He's a great actor. Um, I, I had some quibbles with some, I guess like technical things mm-hmm. in the episode, which I guess we can, we can get into later. Um, but overall definitely liked it and definitely going to keep going to keep watching it. Yeah, same. I th- feel like this had a different tone than a lot of the other Marvel movies too. Like, it was it was darker. It had less of the like silly humor. Um, so I was happy about that. Um, but yeah, it's it was it was awesome. It was it was really good. I really I'm really looking forward to where this where this show goes. So yeah, I guess a, a few things that I picked out. So and I want to ask you guys about. So um, so I guess the 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 thing I thought was that was coolest about this. Uh, episode was and i don't know if they're going to keep doing this i doubt they are um is when he uh, when he switched into his alter ego i'm assuming it was mark into mark specter it would do this cool like effect where he'd like kind of black out and then we'd see the aftermath i thought it was really well done um because i remember watching it and i was like oh this is really cool and the more they did it the i guess the cooler it looked like when they were when he was driving the car the van backwards uh when he killed all those like i guess five or six guys in a circle uh what do you think about that mike yeah i thought that was very effective especially for the first episode of a new show because it shows like clearly obviously something crazy is kind of going on right and and it leaves you wanting to find out and see and there's the tease there that you know as the series progresses we're going to see him actually do the things that he does 
you know, to, to win these fights and kill these people. And just seeing the aftermath of that, it makes you want to see the actual actions that much more. Yeah, yeah, because a lot of the stuff he's doing seems impossible. Like he's not going to, like I, I would say all of the, the scenes where he turns into, uh, I, I'm guessing Moon Knight, um, but I, I, it seems like there's no way to get out of it, and it's it's pretty cool to see the aftermath. Um, so yeah, it was, it was awesome. And uh, Nikki, what'd you think about uh, the way they did the uh, transition to Moon Knight scenes? Because I, I guess we're not cool. going to really get this anymore um, because it's at the end, not. yeah. They were very cool, though. They um, yeah, they made it seem like a mystery, like what's happening to him kind of thing. And I like that, you know, in the, the beginning he wakes up and he's like chained to the bed. So like stop it from happening. But kind of an interesting aspect to it. Like he's aware that something happens, but he doesn't really know what. Right. And then you see you get it. And we see you get him into a decent amount of trouble in this one. Right. Right. Yeah, it was cool. I guess it was, it was like probably the first scene that we see him chained to the bed. We see the sand around his bed. Uh, I didn't know what the sand was at first, but it's really just to see his footprints to see if he got out. And then the tape on the door. So he's taking all of these precautions to make sure that he's um, not getting out of bed. Um, They're also saying that Ethan Hawke's character, Harrow, mm -hmm. puts glass in his shoes. You saw that from the opening scene. Mm -hmm. And glass is really sand. Mm -hmm. and the sand at the beginning, how they zoom in on his footprint, is supposed to symbolize how he is closer to the Egyptian roots than Harrow is, because Harrow has to use the glass, and he doesn't have the actual sand. Gotcha. Interesting. Seems kind of silly to me, one of those things that they think no one's going to pick up on that. I don't really see what the big deal is. Yeah, no normal people are going to pick up on that, but it's cool. It's cool to think about. Um, yeah, and, and I guess my next question that I was going to get to is, what would you guys think of Ethan Hawke's character? I I personally thought he did a great job. It was really creepy. He did a really good job of being creepy. Um, what did you guys think? Yeah, I, I thought he was great, and that was, I think, the opening scene of the show. Yeah. Where he's sitting there, and he puts the glass in his shoes, and it was just it's really uncomfortable to watch but kind of like in a good way mm -hmm. if that makes any sense yeah it, it was almost yeah because you just like you know how painful that must be like it was almost for me like uh in a, a quiet place mm -hmm. when emily blunt steps on that nail like not yeah. quite as like cringe inducing as, as that was yeah but still has the same sort of effect and again, it, it's something that you see and it makes you question, like, why the hell is this guy doing this? Right. And it, it makes you want to keep watching the episode and watching the series to get more answers on this character. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And, and, and when he when he's in the I don't know where they are, Germany, it looks like they're in some some country like well, Germany. I, I think he said the Alps. So, the Alps, so yeah, Swiss. somewhere where there's Switzerland or. Gotcha. Like yeah the whole scene with the um where he's where the old lady's asking whether she's a good person or something like that and she has the he has the um the the scales on his his the scales tattoo on his uh arm and he's like i guess judging people and then if they are a bad person killing them but that was a pretty cool scene um that poor old lady but that was a pretty cool scene overall um so yeah, I'm interested to see where it goes. And uh, I guess Nikki, have you read anything about? I mean, it seems like it has like 
this is going to have like some roots to like ancient Egypt, which I did not expect. Uh, Have you read any? And it seems like you kind of read something about it. Have you heard anything else, whether this has to do with ancient Egypt or not? Yeah, I think it all does, because that's the character that he plays is a leader of a cult that is associated with the god Emmet or Amit. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Gotcha. And that's kind of the god he was talking about. uh, Yeah. Right. And well, the last thing that I know about the show that going in that I've Mm -hmm. read was that. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean anything, but it could mean something. His character, Ethan Hawke's character, so his name is Arthur Harrow, or Harrow. Mm-hmm. He's a one-off character in the comics who is in one comic book ever. So I think it's the, like the, the common belief here amongst people who actually know what's going on, like who mm-hmm. actually know Moon Knight, is he's not our main villain, and he's probably really someone else. Got it. You know what I mean? Like he's mm-hmm. probably either there's going to be a kingpin come in later on. Obviously not kingpin. But you know what I mean? Right. Like the way mm-hmm. that happened in other shows, or he's like so he's either going to set up for another villain, or he actually is someone else, and we find out he has an alter ego. Got it. Yeah. I mean, because I guess one you wouldn't hire or cast Ethan, Ethan Hawke to be his... nothing. Yeah. Exactly. And also, it seems like this character's not important enough. So it's like an Easter egg for really hardcore fans, but it's not important enough to actually like have like a main have yeah, this character. I think he's really character. somebody else. Got it. Interesting. Interesting. Um, awesome. So I so I guess also I wanted to talk about um, the I guess, Nikki, you know more about this just because you've read more. But um, I want to talk about the Mark versus um, Steven thing. So I guess one thing I noticed is when he goes into his apartment and he pulls up the um, he pulls out the key and the phone. Uh, I think there's something else in there, maybe a wallet. Um, He the phone is a a Motorola razor. Like, do you think that has anything to do with how long he's been um, Stephen for and not Mark? Or do you think it's just, you know, has nothing to do with it? No, I think it could. I think maybe he's been going back and forth for some time. And the way he looks is like, it looks like he doesn't do anything. He goes to work, he goes home and sleeps until he has to go back. Right. So it's possible that years have just gone by since he's caught up with society. Even Steven, not only not, not necessarily Mark. Like It looks like Steven may be the last time he actually sat down and realized what the hell's going on. It was like 2008. Right. It seems very possible. And almost seems i'm sure there's a little bit of a difference but it almost seems too similar to like bruce banner yeah like there's someone in there who has who comes out when he's either in trouble or anger or whatever it may be and he has to learn how to control it and switch between them seamlessly it almost kind of seems like that right yeah i didn't even think about that i didn't even think about that um the other the other thing i noticed uh pagan i don't know if you noticed that mike i'm sorry i didn't know if you noticed that um it seemed like when he was in switzerland or wherever it was there were two voices in his head. Did you pick up on that or was it, or am I imagining that? Cause it looked like they were talking to each other and he was saying, Oh great. The idiot is, is in charge. So is there like, is Mark not the idiot and Steven is the idiot. And then there's two people in his head controlling him. Uh, what did you get from that? Yeah. So I, I think that the, um, like that deeper sounding voice, uh-huh. I think was like the, was it the scarab? Whatever it is, so I think it's whatever. Yeah, so it's like whatever the power or spirit that like is possessing him, or like whatever powers he has, it's like that entity that he channels when he turns into 
uh, or when Mark kind of takes over. Gotcha. So I think it's like some some otherworldly kind of kind of power. Almost, it's reminded me of uh, Venom a little bit. Yeah, definitely. So like, it's like, yeah, it's like symbiote. That, yeah, like a symbiote kind of thing. Obviously, not that exactly, but that same sort of idea. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Definitely. Um. Yeah, we didn't get to see too much fighting this this episode. I was a little disappointed in, but I think it was a good setup. Um, and I think like Stephen or this episode, like Stephen was like a good audience surrogate. Like he knew pretty much as much as we knew about what was going on. So, um, so I'm interested to see where where this goes. Um, any any like interesting tidbits you guys picked up on that I might have missed? Mm, nothing particularly. No. Um, I wouldn't say tidbits, but there's a lot of. It, it felt a little like Fight Club at times. Mm-hmm. Like I got that kind of feeling, and it feels like there's uh, it's like different genres like you get different influences like a little bit of horror Mm -hmm. a little bit of thriller some of the comedic elements and i I think all of it works and it just feels like a very very well balanced show yeah agreed you got a little bit of night at the museum as well um that's just a joke uh i i thought it was a little scary yeah, there was definitely like horror elements to it, like the whatever was attacking him in the museum. Yeah, like um, there was like yeah. a um, a um, like a jackal monster. Yeah, yep. And then that old like when he was stuck in the elevator, or not stuck, but then he was like cowering in the elevator, and the old lady got on the elevator. Whatever that thing was that was following him was pretty scary. Um, and it also, he, I think he saw it on the bus too, like just standing in the road. Yeah, that is um, it's called Kanshu. God. Is that part of the comics, or is that just like a? That is, e- oh a yeah, Egypt? that is that is the character's name from the comics, Kanshu. Gotcha. Okay, so we may see that thing. Oh, we'll definitely see that more. I, I... it's a Moon Knight thing. Mm-hmm. It's Egyptian. So I think the whole show is Egyptian. To be honest with you. Yeah, I did not. I did not expect that at all. I but... think the the voice talking to him is mm-hmm. Kanshu. Okay, that, that would make sense, because he's it, it, seeing it. It says here that Kanshu is described as the greatest god of the great gods. Okay, so that might be what's taking... So this is like this is like Zeus's Zeus. Got it. So that might be might be what's taking over um, him, or Mark, or whatever. Um, I guess the other thing that's going to be, I guess, core to this... Well... Um, yeah, I guess I guess what's going to be core to this series is uh, like his his schizophrenia too. Like I I don't know if that's separate from, um, or I guess what is it called a uh, multiple personality disorder or whatever. I don't know if that's separate from his powers. Like he has that regardless of the powers that he has. But I've you know I've seen a lot of stuff talking about it and saying like Moon Knight is the first uh, first superhero with mental health issues. But I think it was like. I was saying, like, obviously, like, Wanda, I think, has mental health issues, like a lot of the Marvel health. Yeah, I would argue, so does Tony Stark, like an Iron Man 3. Right, exactly. So, um, yeah, so I'm interested to see how they they take take that as well, Um, because it seems like it seems like Mark is taking over with, uh, I guess, independent 
of the Moon Knight character taking over because I assume Mark asked out the girl at the museum, um, the tour guide at the museum, because Steven did not. Um, what do you guys think about this, you know, with Mark? Like, are we going to see more of Mark, like, outside of the Moon Knight uh, persona? Yeah, so I think just, I guess, initially after one episode, mm-hmm. that Steven seems to be maybe, I think maybe Mark kind of, maybe he cracked under the pressure of, like, the Moon Knight thing and created this persona of Steven Mm -hmm. as some like British guy. And I've seen reviews that I guess don't realize it, but like complaining about his accent and that it doesn't sound authentic or whatever. But I know even in the lead up to the show, like after the first trailers came out and you Mm -hmm. heard his accent, you know, people complained and the writers of the show, like there's a reason that the accent's not perfect. Like there's, right. there's a story reasoning behind it. So yeah, no, in, in my mind, Steven's something he created to, to get away from that. Mm-hmm. Maybe unwillingly, but yeah, I think that, I think that makes sense actually, because well, it goes with what Nikki said is where in the comics or I guess in the comics, Mark Spector is the main character or the main person. And it seems like he is, the main person in this because i mean one all his you know he hit hit, like some girl is looking for him you know and he has like his phone hidden in in steven's apartment too like you said it makes sense like if oscar isaac's you know if he's he's making i mean we know he's making up a um an accent right so um and i also I, i said to my wife when we were when we were watching it is I you rarely watch American actors do British accents, but it's very common for British actors to do American accents. I don't know if you've noticed that. Um, so I thought it was weird that they would have cast Oscar Isaac to play a fully British guy. So it makes it makes sense to me, um, especially I didn't hear those complaints like you were saying that uh, you know that that it seems like Mark created him or accidentally created him or created him to get away from the life um i'm not sure but yeah that that makes perfect sense nikki any thoughts on that um no i think you hit the nail on the head i i i just you know i know oscar oscar isaac from i i guess star i can't think of anything else he's in dune star wars i don't know anything else that i've seen that he's in mm-hmm. oh i think he was in an x-men right yeah he was uh apocalypse but like it, it almost seemed like I was like, who is this guy for the whole time? Like I knew who it was, obviously, but like you know, I didn't. I wasn't. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like you didn't see the actor relating to him. I didn't oh, okay. see the actor in who I was. I was watching, and then right at the end, I go, "That's the Oscar Isaac I know," because you, you see the the real voice, and I'm like, okay, and then he turns into, I guess that's Moon Knight, right? And right, and I, it looks like he's kicking ass, and I'm like, all right, this show looks like it's gonna be pretty cool. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, when are we going to get to the action? You know, and it seems like it's it's getting there. Uh, yeah, there was there was a time, I think, like probably from like 2015 to like 2017, maybe even later or earlier than that, where Oscar Isaac was in everything. Like I just kept seeing him in things he was in. Um, he was in Ex Machina. I don't know if you guys have seen that movie. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
He was in um, A Most Violent Year. I don't know if you saw that. He was in that HBO special about Yon- like about uh, the judges and Yonkers. I can't remember what it was called. That, you know what else he was in, though? What? It's one of your favorite movies ever. Is it really? No. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a movie that my brother oh, predict- oh, predicted the, the ending of out of nowhere. And we called Shutter him Island. Nope. Predicted the ending out of nowhere. I don't know. Sucker Punch. Oh yeah, that. Oh yeah, he was in Sucker Punch. Yeah, so he was in yeah. Sucker. Yeah, in, uh, that movie was terrible. But yeah, he was in Sucker Punch. He was in Inside Lou and Davis. And then all of a sudden, I have. I he was in nothing. I mean, he, he was in Star Wars, but besides that, he was in nothing. So I'm happy to see him coming back with Dune and Moon Knight. And I don't know if they're gonna ever make Moon Knight into the MC. You know, the movies. Um, but it would be cool to see him. He's 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 a good actor. And, he plays uh, Spider Man in um, the Spider Verse movies. Oh, he does. Which one does he voice? Spider Man, Miguel Ojeda. Oh, uh, so Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Gotcha. So the Hispanic one. Gotcha. No, he's um, he's also as a, as a nerd shout out. He's also playing Solid Snake in the Metal Gear Solid movie that's coming. Oh, out. really? Yep. I have not heard that. So he must have just taken a break because now he's going full steam ahead. Well, I always thought with him when he was in Star Wars at first, he looked pretty young. Like you know, that yeah. was how many years ago? The first one was seven years ago, and yep. which is he crazy. Like he was to fairly think about. young, but he's he's already forty three. Yeah, so he, he was in his thirties, I guess. I think he's Star Wars. I think he's a little older than he looks, though. Like 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 the character, the actors who play Finn and Ray, they're they're not even thirty yet. Yeah, they're ch- children. <laughs> and yeah, he looked like he was around not their age, but only a little older. And he's yeah. he's he's at least ten years older than both of them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So yeah, so I'm happy to I'm happy to see him in some things uh, again. He he's a good actor, um, and I'm I'm happy to and I'm very excited to see the uh, the fight scenes with him because the the training videos that I saw looked looked pretty awesome. So, um, so yeah, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else? So I'm assuming he's doing his own stunts. It looks like it, or at least his fight choreography, um, because he. Uh, He's he was training like like a crazy person. Like there are really really awesome scenes, uh, or really really awesome uh, training scenes of him um, that I saw months ago. So I'm assuming I'm assuming that's what it was. So um, so yeah. Anything else on this show? Because um, the, the the thing is, is this episode it kept me kept me. You know, I want more, but there wasn't there wasn't a lot in it to like dissect. I would say. Um, besides, like, like, I'd like to know how you guys think, or how you think, or if at all, this and some of the other things, you know they're going to come together at some point, so how is this, and Hawkeye, Loki, Falcon, Wanda, Spider-Man, Eternals, Shang-Chi, Black Widow, how is this all going to come together, and like, what's the next step in the MCU after, you know, after the big you know, the Thanos stuff, like, it seems like we're going in, like, five different directions at the same time now, after the Thanos stuff. Yeah, it's hard to see how it connects. Mike, any thoughts? Um, the only thing I, I feel like it can maybe tie into Shang-Chi, just because, like, the weird, like, kind of spiritual... Ancient. Ancient, ancient people. Yeah, elements of it. I feel like mm-hmm. they might intersect that way, but for the other things, I mean... I don't know who's who's doing the next uh, 
phase of Marvel? Is it the Russos, or are they done with it? They haven't even. I don't even think they said. We don't even know what the next crossover event is. We have. We still have. Seven movies to come out in this phase, and eight shows. Eight shows. Holy. Crap. Eight more shows, <laughs> not including Moon Knight. And seven more movies that starts with Doctor Strange that comes out, I guess, like in two months now or a month. Yeah, May. I think it's yeah, like May. 7th. So we still have, what is that? What was that? I said seven and eight, right? Yeah. So that's fifteen new things before we even, and then none, and none of the announced projects are any sort of Avengers project or anything like that. They're all just sequels to things we've seen already. Right. Yeah. There's no, like, nobody. Yeah. Knows. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I don't know what's going. On. I mean. I mean, listen, I think the the biggest thing that's going to... So, it's hard to say because the I think the big thing in this is going to be the multiverse. So, I think we'll probably have more clarity after Doctor Strange. But, yeah, I mean, the thing is, once you involve, like, the multi multiverse, like, anything's possible. Like, Moon Knight could be in a different multiverse, you know what I mean? He could be in another universe that gets pulled in, and that's that's how he, he intersects with everything. But I think I think two things. I think one, I agree with Mike. I think this is what what's going to happen is there's going to be some connection to Shang Chi, which is kind of what I was thinking as well, because that's like ancient China, ancient Egypt. Something's going to connect them, and I think the thing that's going to connect them is kind of going off of what Nikki said, which is is if Ethan Hawke's the big bad, there's going to be a big reveal of who he is, and that might connect at least to Shang Chi, maybe to other things. Um, I think we're going to see something with um, in this Doctor Strange movie that's going to start connecting stuff. I think it has to. Because it's if like, I'm not mistaken, this series is six episodes, Moon Knight? I'm not sure, but that sounds right. I'm pretty sure, which would mean, if that's the case, and they all come out on Wednesdays, two, three, four, five, six. The, the finale of this, yeah, it's, it's six. The finale of this show is May 4th. Mm-hmm. The Doctor Strange mm-hmm. movie comes out on May 6th. Yeah. So you so they'll they'll go into that movie with the release date thinking everyone will have seen everything that happened in the show already. They did that right. already with Rise of Skywalker with the the force healing stuff that Grogu did. Yep. So they're not shy to say, yeah, you had to watch that show that came out two days ago. Right. So and obviously this is called the multiverse movie, right? Multiverse of Madness. So right. I think there's a good chance that a lot of questions are answered in that movie. All the questions about maybe the X Men or or maybe questions about like Sony stuff that's or Fox stuff that's coming over, or questions about well, what's going on with the show? Like, the, I guess the only thing we know that's been connected with all of these shows is um, uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus, right? right? Yep, that's pretty much it. What's her name? Valentina is Elaine. It's pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the actual name, but yeah, Seinfeld reference. But um... I can tell you her name. I can tell you her name. I can't her remember name her name. Is Valent? Uh, it's. I mean, she has like four names, but Valentina is her first name. Gotcha. Yeah. So, that, so that's, that's good enough. Valentina is good enough. Yeah. So that's what's connecting everything. So yeah. So so maybe so maybe uh, you know, and she's in the post credit scene of Black Widow. Black Widow. So that's how she gets into the movies. So yeah, so I think yeah, I think something's gonna happen with, with Doctor Strange. Um and then you also have like the like I don't know if this will like tie into like the mystic arts and all that, because it's kinda like 
it's kind of like the mystic arts are like an ancient art so it could tie into dr strange in some way ancient egypt all that so we'll see that's kind of how i i see it connecting i'm not sure yet um because you also have like eternals they're all ancient beings too so that's another another way that they connect it um yeah but unfortunately they can't just forget about them you can't you know they brought them in they have to use them now as much as i don't think anyone enjoyed the film yeah i don't know how they're going to use them honestly or maybe they'll just use the the villain what were the villains um a celestial maybe they'll just use celestials or something like that um because i think the villain in doctor strange might be a celestial is that am i right i think that i don't know think that might be something that's gonna well, one so. one interesting piece of information that i do know is that moon knight is the furthest along in the timeline of anything we've seen in the mcu well, you mean it takes the place yeah yeah it takes place in 2025 oh okay yeah i was gonna ask that because the razor phone also threw me off yeah, so uh, prior to this, the furthest we had seen was all like the new stuff took place in 2024, 2023. Because if you remember, Endgame jumped ahead of 2023. Ah, uh, yes, okay. I so all the stuff that. after Endgame yeah. has to take place after that. Now, luckily, they took a few years between, so they're pretty much caught up. Right. But And the Spider-Man movies were pretty much back-to-back, right? The right. Far From Home and No Way Home pretty much started with them on Left Off. Mm-hmm. Ha- so prior to this, the last thing we ever saw in terms of the timeline was the ending of Hawkeye. If you remember, it was like Christmas time, that movie, right? Yep. Or that show. And Spider-Man's ending was also around Christmas time. That was supposed to be like Christmas of 24. And now Moon Knight is, I don't know when, but sometime in 25. So now we are at the furthest point we've ever been at. So gotcha. I don't know if that really means anything, but that's where we are. I mean, it probably does considering it's the furthest along. So, um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what we're going to see. I don't know how this connects to like the multiverse, but I could see how it connect, could maybe connect to other things. Um, any other thoughts on this, Mike or, or Nick? Um, just in general, uh, you want to hear my uh, small quibbles? Sure. I thought the CGI during the car chase scene was terrible. Yeah, it was really not good. I remember like, thinking that. N- noticeably bad. And that's that's really the only thing with the show that kind of bothered me. It just like it almost took me out of the episode. Yeah, the cars looked very fake. I remember thinking that. Um, yeah, it's 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 kind of weird with these. We're kind of spoiled because I would say like before Game of Thrones or even before Disney Plus or Netflix, we would have been amazed at these. You know amazed at these effects but now we're kind of spoiled and disney's pouring so much money into these into disney plus and all these streaming wars like you expect much better you know yeah that that's that's the thing it's not that it's so bad it's that it's with all the money and being disney and a big company you'd expect to be better exactly exactly yeah i mean and just an aside if you guys ever do watch um the adam project that was the biggest problem that I had. There is one scene where they de-age a character and it literally looks like the CGI makes it look like a cartoon. So um, like there's just no excuse for these things in the 21st century, especially since some guy on YouTube can like fix Luke Skywalker's face better than the people that are working at Lucasfilm, you know? So yeah, I agree. Pagan. Uh, that's definitely, uh, definitely 
took me out of it. Hopefully, I mean, this is going to be a pretty CGI heavy show, I would think, just with the the costume looks like it's a lot of CGI, except for like the cape and stuff. Um, there's going to be a lot of CGI monsters um, slash gods. So um, I hope it gets better. Um, maybe yeah. they're spending their budget on something else, you know? Yeah, I, I thought it because the, the weird cat thing at the end looked pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was just like the cars. I mean, I guess that's sort of a problem with like special effects or CGI when it's something we're very familiar with and you're doing it digitally or with effects. It's, it's easy, I think, for us to pick up on any deficiencies or if it looks right if it looks bad like i mean even even with game of thrones right the dragons looked incredible right like absolutely incredible and you know they put a lot of money into it but then the cgi dire wolves and while while they looked good there was something always a little off about them it just right. they, they felt a little fake and right, because you know what a dog looks like. Yeah, you know what a wolf looks like and what it's supposed to look and how it's supposed to move and everything like that. Whereas with something we're not familiar with in the real world, it's 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 easy for us, like the suspension of belief or, or suspension of disbelief. Right. Whatever it is. Even though we do have a friend who uh, believes in dragons. so We do. Nikki even has a brother that believes in dragons. <laughs> Um, I'm not, I didn't, this is news to me. Oh. I'll tell you about it later. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, that was that was one quibble I had. But overall, I thought the production quality was really good. Um, so yeah, I guess any. So yeah, we're, so I guess we're going to be reviewing each one of these uh, every week. Um, you know, I, I really like this. I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, I get worried with these Disney Plus shows because it's like there's only six episodes you know what i mean there's only so much time to develop these characters and the first episode this this felt like the first episode and it felt like it was setting something up i'm just hoping that there's payoff like we with book of boba fett the first episode felt like it was leading up to something awesome and it kind of fell flat so yeah, I'm this hoping... is this is very important because they have um what am I trying to say here? This is a new character. Like it's one thing if you if you only have a six episode show, but it's Hawkeye. We've known Hawkeye since two thousand ten. It's not a big deal, right? This is a character that we didn't know who he was until yesterday, right? And and most series have at least ten episodes to develop a character or at least get you invested in them in the story. This is six because this is gonna be tough. Um, I think I think so far at least it seems like it's going along at a good pace. Right, they're not dragging it out where it's multiple episodes before he discovers his power or, or right. whatever. Like the end of this episode, he he accepts it, you know, and he comes out of that bathroom as Moon Knight. And I, th- I think the show too is banking on the skill of Oscar Isaac as an actor mm-hmm. to m- make you invested in his character right away, which I was personally. Just like all his little quirks and like. Like how weird he was. Yep. I was immediately invested. Like, what the fuck is going on with this guy? I'm right. I'm completely bought in. I want to know what's happening. Agreed. And I mean, that's really it's again, it's a product of Oscar Isaac being an amazing actor. Yep. 
Yeah, and, and speaking of that, one of the funniest parts of this this show, the the episode, was when he was talking to the uh, to the guy in gold at the fountain, trying to you know pretending to be a statue. I thought that was that was hilarious that he was just just you know that he goes and chats with him every now and then, and basically pay, it's basically like a therapist because he's paying to talk to him. So I thought that was pretty funny. Also, pretty question: good. Do you think he was actually talking to someone when he was uh, on the phone with his mom? No, no, I definitely yeah. did not. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, and there's a whole there's a whole theory online that everything in the show is an illusion. There's no museum. Apparently, he doesn't know anyone. That would make sense because it seems like he literally knows no one. Like he doesn't have any friends. He's literally talking to that. You know, he, the only person he has to talk to is that statue. Um, we get no background on him. We get more background on Mark than we do, and we don't even know Mark than we do on on Stephen. Yeah, I, 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 think, I, I think we're at the end of the Stephen days. Yeah, I think we might get a little bit of him here and there as sort of like a not comedic relief, but maybe to lighten up the the tone a little bit. And again, to dive into like the um, there's a disassociative identity right. disorder. I think they're going to explore that a little bit more. I, I would personally, I would be disappointed if everything was an illusion from Steven's perspective with the museum and everything. Like, I, I'm intrigued by the idea that he's living this other life. And I mean, there are people out there who have no friends and don't have any real connections with anybody. Mm-hmm. And people who would sit there and talk to a mime painted in gold. I, I like them when he, when he went to the museum... And he was being chased, and he told the guy, don't let anyone in. The guy's like, I, I, it's free. I, I can't not let anyone in. Like, anyone can come in. I like that guy. Yeah, that, that was pretty funny. He was a good character. Um, yeah, I think, it, I, I think it might be... Like, I don't think it'll be to this extent, but I think it'll be like, um, like almost like Bruce Willis and spoilers for The Sixth, Sixth Sense. But like Bruce Willis in The Sixth Sense, where he was like... Like we all like as the viewer, we all believed he kind of had this life. But then when you think back to the things that he was doing, like he wasn't he wasn't interacting with anybody. You know what I mean? So and I, I feel like that's the case here. Like his boss doesn't really like him or even know anything about him. Like the girl he asked out, like he apparently he doesn't talk to her. I guess Mark talked to her. He just seems like he's very much in the background and doesn't really have a life. And that's and the mom thing. I kept thinking, like, there's no way he's talking to his mom. Like, it just feels like he's talking to no one. So um, it'll be interesting to see if he makes the full transformation to Mark, which is, I guess, what you're predicting, Nikki. So, yeah, uh, way to way to spoil a movie from 2001. You got to you got to get the spoiler warnings out there, you know, Yeah, so, not, not good. But, yeah. So. All right. So I think that is it on Moon Knight. Unless anything you guys have anything else to add? All right. One more thing to add, but it's not Moon Knight. We, we got a release date. I know I was going to yes, bring it up. I was going to have been bursting at the seams this entire episode to, <laughs> <laughs> to talk about that. Yeah. So what do you guys think? Um, I'm shocked that they're going up against, I mean, granted, I guess the, they're going to premiere on different days. Like uh, Lord of the Rings will, is premiering on a Friday, September 2nd and uh, house of the dragon is going to be on Sunday. So I guess the, it's not a, direct head-to-head competition how is the lord of the strength the ring show working is it going to be weekly i believe so yes i i'm pretty sure that's the plan all right that sounds good and we have other news too as uh the kenobi show was delayed how how do you feel about that i I thought about you when i saw that 
It wasn't really delayed, Vin. If you didn't hear this, this news, don't get, don't get panicked. It's just the, the first episode is going to be on the Friday the twenty seventh rather than Wednesday the twenty fifth. Interesting. Why? And they're going to drop two episodes that day. Okay. And then they're going to have episode three be when episode two should have been, which is June first, and then just go on Wednesdays from there on. So the show will actually end a week earlier now. Gotcha. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't really know why they're doing it. I don't really, it doesn't really bother me at all. I just don't understand why. I prefer the Friday release Disney Plus schedule, but it doesn't make a difference really to me. I don't really understand why they did it, though. Interesting. Yeah, that's, uh, well, that'll be the next show we watch, honestly, once this is over. So, And that's actually going head-to-head with um, Stranger Things. May 27th is the release of Stranger Things Season 4. Oh, oh that's rough stuff. I'm not sure. So they, they I, I'm sure they know that, right? So I mean, they have to. Right? They I, I think they're gonna. Might, they might get beat out. I'm Maybe. not really sure what. Yeah, I don't know what their plan is. I feel like Stranger Things is probably might be the Netflix most popular show, right? Well, I, I th- think so. I think they're maybe they're not because right, Netflix drops it all at once. Even though this is uh, Stranger Things is dropping in parts, I think. Yeah, I think two parts. Um, but I think all the episodes in each part are dropped at once. So maybe Disney's not super concerned. And I guess that's the thing with streaming too, right? Like you're not, there's no live viewership numbers. Yeah, you're not competing for like ad time and all that. Yeah, so it's it's not like when Game of Thrones was on HBO and then Sundays and you'd see how many people watched the live showing, like the first showing. Right. And you would gauge the success that way. So I don't know, maybe they're just not, really concerned i don't think anyone but do you think anyone's gonna um i sound funny to tell you guys after the thing it needs to be off the air you need to remind me because it is funny but (laughs) um i don't really think there's anyone in the world who's gonna say all right it's friday i can only watch one show today and i'm picking one or the other people are gonna watch both i can think just gives us more i can think of one person that we all know Definitely. That, that would. Uh, well, I, I can speak for it. I'm not going to watch Stranger Things. I don't like the show. Huh. But but I wasn't. I was. I'm not going to not watch it because Kenobi's on. Right. I liked the see the first season a lot. I thought it was awesome, and then season two I just didn't like, and I just stopped watching it. Well, you're missing out. But yes. <laughs> but but you but you know what I mean. There's no yeah. one out there who's a Stranger Things fan and a Kenobi fan or a Star Wars fan who's going to say I got to pick one or the other. It can't be both. Well, there might be one. And you may know him and you might be related to him, but yes, <laughs> yes, I, I agree. Yeah. That's the thing. It doesn't really matter when things are released anymore. Cause it's not like a movie. It's not like a movie either. It's like, like you're going to, uh, yeah, they're, they're put out there forever. Up. You would, you, we hope forever. Otherwise we're exactly. wasting our money. Exactly. Um, so yeah, interesting. I did not know that. So yeah, so I'm pumped for, uh, I'm pumped for game of Thrones. I'm pumped or I guess house of the dragon, we didn't even say that it got. We we said it got a release date. What we're talking about is House of the Dragon yes. got a release date August twenty first of two thousand twenty two, and they released a bunch of character pictures. It it looks fantastic. I I cannot wait for that show. Same. I'm pumped. It seems like we're gonna have a lot of uh, stuff to watch. I guess starting starting now. Really, we're gonna be watch. We're gonna go Moon Knight to Obi Wan to Stranger Things, to House of the Dragon. We got the boys in there also. Yeah, the boys is in there. For me, at least, um, Better Call Saul, last last, uh, 
the last season is going to be dropping in two parts. So it's going to be, uh, it's going to be an, it, it, what used to be um, a lull in entertainment, which was the summer where you'd really have, like you'd have movies weekly, but you wouldn't have TV shows. The summer is really turning out to be, uh, to be packed with a lot of good stuff. So yeah, summer, summer is a good stuff, but fall is for fantasy house of the dragon and Lord of the Rings. Uh, it's I, if, if both of those shows are good, oh my god, that that would be the happiest I think I've ever done <laughs> in my life. It's funny. I was talking to my brother last night, and I was saying I think I'm more excited for the Lord of the Rings show, mm-hmm. but I have higher hopes for House of the Dragon. Like I'm, I'm more confident that House of the Dragon will be good, but I think I want the Lord of the Rings show to be good more than I do House of the Dragon. Well, it makes sense because you like Lord of the Rings. I think I would say you're a bigger Lord of the Rings fan. Yeah. But House of the uh, House of the Dragon has a lot to live up to because the production quality for Game of Thrones was yeah. just I mean, insane. Like better than most movies that you see. Oh, much better. And it's very annoying so that we got a release date in these pictures, but still no trailer. No trailer. Somehow. It's frustrating. I mean, the Oscars was a big disappointment in that. I really thought we were we were gonna get the trailer and that, but we only got a uh, a slap, slap yep. in the face, big old slap right in the face. Yep. Uh, and I guess the last thing I want to talk about before we sign off is um, it's related to uh, Moon Knight and Disney Plus. Did you guys hear that they started censoring um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier retrospect, or I guess yeah, in retrospect. Have you heard this? Yeah, I, I read that and I was very concerned. I said, like, the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. But then I also read that it was, uh, what they say, it was like a programming or software error that they were... No. That they were going no to fix. I think I think the the people were outraged by it. And so they backtracked and they were like, oh, yeah, no, it was just a, a glitch in our software. Huh, I didn't hear that. I... I don't know how that's possible. Um, no, it's basically not. they're yeah they're censoring it for blood and like violence, which is you know I guess it's kind of it's just annoying, um, but it's I guess it's not that big of a deal because it's Disney Plus kind of is geared towards kids. Nikki, did you hear this? I did. I don't. It doesn't really bother me. I, I people get all bent out of shape about things like changing Boba Fett shit. I don't care. See, I I, I, I think it that's a little bother bit... me. I think that's a little bit different, though, right? Because they're changing the name of the ship. They're just changing, I guess, the canon a little bit. This is going back and editing a show that's already been released. You know, like if, if the second season, if they do a second season of Captain Winter Shoulder and made it less violent, I feel like that's, that's one thing. But to actively right. go back and change a show is another thing. I will say that when I signed on to uh, Disney Plus yesterday, I did like mm-hmm. do something to like change like the parental like safeties that like yeah I had to do that too yeah I'm allowed to watch like mature shows yep or whatever which I f- found strange and I think that well, maybe maybe it was because of this whole thing yeah it could have been I think the problem the problem Disney Plus has is that it's called Disney Plus like um it Disney implies it's safe for children. You know what I mean? Um, so it's tough because like, like services like 
Paramount Plus. Like they have all like Nickelodeon shows, but they don't have a Nickelodeon Plus. They put it all under this umbrella of Paramount. You know what I mean? So it's kind of ambiguous. Um, Netflix obviously is not associated with kids. Um, and then Disney also has Hulu, which probably is a better place for a lot of these Marvel shows. Um, but I guess from like a branding perspective, it didn't really work. So they have a problem is because they have this service called Disney Plus that's geared towards kids. But then you have these really violent shows Well, not really violent shows, violent shows. And and the way that and the reason I brought this up is because Moon Knight, there was a lot of blood like his jaw was literally hanging off at one point. You know what I mean? So it's it, I don't know what they're going to do about this um, because like we got to, you know, you have to enjoy things like eventually like Deadpool is coming to the MCU or it's falling under the Disney umbrella. Like, are you going to censor Deadpool? Like, how are you going to do it? You know what I mean? So it just seems kind of stupid. Um, and they should have just put it under a higher, should have put it under a higher rating, kind of like you said, and called it a day instead of editing out blood and, you know, dead bodies and stuff. So just wanted to bring that up because it kind of applies to Moon Knight. So uh, I think that wraps everything up. Anybody else? Uh, no, I think, uh, I think we're good. The only thing I have to say left is I think that, this show took us away from the Halo show, and I don't think I'm going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I've, I haven't watched the second episode yet. I'm I'm Not going to either. watch though. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't even try it, and just I, I think if I played the game, I would. I just I just wasn't interested at all. So, um, all right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we can be we are we're on Instagram at Nerds and Noobs Podcast. Uh, you can reach out to us via email at nerdsandnoobspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next week for episode two of Moon Knight. See you later. <laughs>